deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Hello, my friends. I'm about to begin the show designed with you in mind. You're tuned in to Talking with T. We chatter about what matters while bringing you the latest in trending news, hot topics, and more. Thanks for tuning in to the latest edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. It's the first show in the month of May, and the month of May celebrations and acknowledgments include National Salad Month, National Bike Month, National Hamburger Month, Military Appreciation Month, National Barbecue Month, Mental Health Awareness Month, and National Foster Care Awareness Month. It's May 2nd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates. Wrestler turned actor Dwayne The Rock Johnson, soccer player David Beckham, Princess Charlotte, the second child and first daughter of Prince William and Kate Middleton, basketball player Paul George, rapper and comedian DC Youngfly, Sean Thompson, a.k.a. Sean T., who is an American motivational speaker and fitness trainer. Today on the national calendar is National Life Insurance Day which marks the first day in 1760 when the sale of life insurance became available. It is also designated to bring awareness about the benefits of having life insurance. If you have loved ones, life insurance can buy them time to grieve. It can also pay off debts and loans, providing your surviving family members with the chance to move on with a clean slate. Life insurance allows families to remain in their homes or Maybe continue with plans for a child to go to college. Now, some of y'all about to be real mad, but somebody told me to tell y'all that having a GoFundMe is not the same as having life insurance. This week on the national calendar, it is Thank a Teacher Week. Every profession starts with a teacher. The job of an educator is not easy. We charge them with educating and growing young minds. Teachers tackle many roles in a very demanding job. Be sure this week to find a teacher and say thank you. Tuesday, May 3rd is officially National Thank a Teacher Day. On this date in history in 1920, the first game of the National Negro Baseball League was played in Indianapolis, Indiana, and Reverend Joseph A. Johnson Jr. became the first black student admitted to Vanderbilt University's Divinity School on this date in 1953. Since it's a new month, y'all know it's time for a new theme. The theme this month is Bloom Where You Are Planted. Some people tried to bury you and they didn't know you were a seed. You are encouraged to take what you have, where you are, and do what you can. Know that your past does not dictate your future, but it is your present moment that will be the investment as to what lies ahead. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business, become a sponsor, or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Let's turn our attention to my review of the news as we cover today's tease tidbits. We'll start off with a happy highlight in astronaut Jessica Watkins, 
who becomes the first Black woman to embark on an extended space mission. Watkins said she thinks it's really a tribute to the legacy of the Black women astronauts that have come before her. She will live and work for six months on the SpaceX Dragon. People are mourning the death of Grammy Award-winning singer Naomi Judd, whose daughters Winona and Ashley Judd confirmed her death this past Saturday. She died at the age of 76. They stated that they lost their mother to mental illness. The sadness was compounded as the Judds were scheduled for induction into the Country Music Hall of Fame this past Sunday. Each prom season, I pray that young people are able to enjoy a memorable time in their lives, but do so while being safe and responsible. It seems every year, however, during prom season, a tragic story emerges. This year, my heart was saddened by a report that Richard Ginyard, a high school track star and straight-A student at Crowley High School in Texas, was killed in a fatal shooting during a prom after-party this past Sunday. He had planned to attend college on an athletic scholarship. Harvard University released a report Tuesday, April 26, titled, Harvard and the Legacy of Slavery. This report acknowledges its involvement in the slave trade and white supremacy. The prestigious Ivy League school has pledged $100 million to redress the injustices. Tesla founder and CEO Elon Musk acquired the social media platform Twitter this past Monday for a little over $44 billion. Now, supposedly, Elon Musk wants to protect free speech and the NAACP specified in a statement that democracy is to be protected and shielded against hate speech. I quote, Mr. Musk, free speech is wonderful. Hate speech is unacceptable. Disinformation, misinformation and hate speech have no place on Twitter. The statement read. Black Twitter has already begun talking about moving to another platform or even starting a new one. While we're talking about Elon Musk, who is also, as I mentioned, the CEO of Tesla, a black Tesla employee is suing the company for allowing racial harassment in the workplace. The lawsuit claims that Raina Pierce's supervisors referred to her using the N-word and made comments about not being able to, quote, stand black people. Now, I know y'all are shocked, but we don't make this stuff up. There are people who are suffering in their place of employment due to an abundance of permitted racism. Tesla has been sued before and lost before. So they've had to pay out millions. And I'm starting to wonder if they just don't mind paying the money to preserve a racist work environment. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. Everybody's Talking With T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, listeners, I'm so excited this week to have joining me none other than the know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator, as we cover trending news and hot topics. I'm going to start off with a story that continues to surface in the news. Folks are still acting irrational over here at restaurants. It seems like there's a new story every week. Well, this week, a 71-year-old woman from Oklahoma went off 
on an employee at Little Caesars over a lack of crazy bread. She called a teenage employee racial slurs. Then she had the audacity to slap him all over some crazy bread. So I have been to Little Caesars in the past, and I believe I've had the bread of which she speaks. But is it that good? It is not, and it has not been that good for several years since it first came out. Um, the pizzas cost $5, and they promise that they're going to be hot and ready. Uh-huh. And they are neither, usually when I go. And the bread is usually rubbery. So, no, clearly this person is devoid of taste buds and common sense. Well, I was going to ask you, would all of that lead you to yelling or fussing at the employees and even raising your hand to strike or slap them? Um, no, for some $2 bread and $5 pizza, no, it's, it's not that crucial. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they're putting something in the pizza now because wasn't the man that had a sawed-off shotgun at the Little Caesars here? Okay. Oh, that same cardboard pizza. Yeah, so you think they're putting something in the pizza doing stuff, something to folks? It's got to be because that pizza, nor that. Crazy bread. It's well, Pam, it's called crazy bread. We might be on to something. <laughs> we might be. <laughs> All right. Well, a North Carolina woman has stabbed a teenage Jimmy Johns employee over her sandwich order. Demetrius Holman was arrested and charged with assault. Workers told officers that Holman came to the store to complain about her order. She started throwing several items at the employee, and then she stabbed the teenage worker. And in both of these cases, from my understanding and reading the stories, it started off a customer was not pleased with their order, and they start yelling or fussing. It's the lack of response that seems to tip them over the edge. So when I don't know what they expected the employees to do, fall out, start crying, beg them for forgiveness, but once the employees didn't respond, I guess, in a way that satisfied them. Then they took it to the next level. The first case, of course, the woman slapped the uh, employee. And then, of course, in this one, she went as far as stabbing the employee. And both of these were teenagers. And once again, folks, as you said, are acting irrationally. And Jimmy John's is much better than Little Caesars, I will admit, and as somebody who's a picky eater and a picky orderer, I will admit that sometimes I I can get a little perturbed when my order is not made to my specifications, but it's not worth me endangering my own freedom uh, and becoming one of those infamous customers who makes his way into perpetuity and into media uh, uh, fame because of my actions, I'm just saying. And I think the level on how you will react depends on how hungry you are. <laughs> because if I'm just going to get a sandwich, you know, just on my way home or something, I'm not really hungry and it's not right, I'll be like, okay. But if I'm hangry, mm-hmm. hungry plus angry, mm-hmm. and it's wrong, I'm not gonna flip out to that extent, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be mad. You know, Pam, I'm with you. I don't think I would carry it as far as hurting someone, physically hurting them, 
But there have been times when you have your mouth, your taste buds set on something. It's been a long day. You're ready to enjoy whatever it is. And then you find out, and for me, when I'm most hangry is after I've actually left the premises, I get all the way home and realize my order is wrong. Well, we often speak against drinking and driving. We also know there is a difference in being a little tipsy and being drunker than Cooter Brown. By the way, did we ever find out who Cooter Brown was? Questions yet need answers. Okay. I'm just, it's come up a few times. I was just wondering, P.I. Pam, we are still trying to figure out who Cooter Brown is. But, but this woman drove her car into the police station garage in Portland, Maine. Once she got in the garage, she then drove across the pedestrian plaza and proceeded to drive down a flight of stairs that would lead to the street. And she told officers that she was just following the instructions on her GPS. You know what? <laughs> Pam, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you take this one. I have, I have no words. I was waiting on you to piggyback off of you because <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so confused. Lord. So the, the, the GPS, the GPS that we all have. Yes. But it told her, and you know, I I know people have different versions. But I know that GPS didn't tell her to drive in that police station. In it. Not buy it, not park outside, not pull close to it. Drive in the police station, across the plaza, down the steps. She's lucky she didn't hurt herself or somebody else. Right. Because she made it a whole drive, girl. <laughs> yeah, she what did. What did she have on the GPS, Alize? <laughs> oh goodness. All right. So I'm gonna change course a little bit and I just wanna start this next story by saying why, 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 why? Are folks out here living in bunkers? Are they shielded from sanity? Do they not know what's going on in the world or society? Cause a white teacher in upstate New York is under investigation because he told his class of mostly black students to pick the seeds out of some cotton and put on handcuffs so that they could understand more about what it was like to be a slave. And this was a seventh grade social studies lesson just last week, just this past week. I have a few questions. One, who approved this? Secondly, there was a parent pretty much who didn't have a problem with teachings about slavery, nor how slaves were treated. The issue was having the kids act it out. And to be honest, if you are white and telling black kids to act like they are slaves, regardless of your intent, I think this is in poor taste. But I'm wondering, Jay, you being an educator, is there an appropriate way to teach slavery or is it okay to reenact elements of that part of our history? Well, I think it is a part of our history that does not need to be ignored. Having children to reenact it is a no. Okay. A definite no. There are ways that, that educators can teach about slavery. Again, you know, it's not something that we 
need to gloss over because it's an important part of our history. I don't care what people are saying uh, that we owe that we should owe just dismiss it. Uh, a lot of textbook companies have even glamorized it uh, and have made the lives of enslaved Americans, African Americans, uh, to be portrayed as indentured servants, mm-hmm. which we know is not the case. But again, to have kids to act that out, I, I'm I'm with you. I don't see where that would be appropriate, and there's no way that as an educator as an African-American male and as, uh, as, as an, as an uncle of a young African-American, uh, child, how that could be appropriate. There's no way you can make that appropriate anywhere. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And do the African-American parents get an option to choose if they want their kids? who hear about and the colonizers? Oh, Lord. Um, I see where you're going with this, and that poses a good question. And I think we were subtly probably alluding to critical race theory and the big debate going on right now about what elements uh, should be allowed to be taught or included in the curriculum because – some are hurtful uh, and sensitive topics now, although it's been a part of our history for many years, and not talking about it doesn't erase it. I don't want to go down that path. But, Pam, the question then is if because we're wanting to take parts of these lessons out because it's sensitive or hurtful for some children's ears, are we being asked as people of color, are we sensitive or consider it hurtful to reenact elements of our history? Because my thing is it's got to be one or the other. Right. And so if you're not going to teach it, then don't teach it. Right. But if you are, perhaps a collaboration on the best way to do that would be appropriate. And I think, Jay, my original question was who approved this, but – I know this is not in Tennessee, but did we have a conversation that most lessons of this nature need some type of filter or someone needs to approve this or Pam, like you said, maybe a note should be sent home that says, Hey, do you mind putting my uh me putting your child in handcuffs and having them pick cotton? All right. Yeah, that that is true for those types of lessons, you know, you would think that there would be some sort of parental approval that would be sent home. And even in a lot of places, you've got a district-mandated curriculum. And I hardly think that this would have been a lesson that would have been approved by the district. This is just something the teacher pulled out of for the sake of the airways, because it clearly came from somewhere, but we can't say that on the air. All right. Well, I want to know if either of you or the listeners, for this matter, have experience with these Apple AirTags. Now, they're supposed to help you keep track of your stuff, which seems like a great idea because I'm steady laying down my keys or my planner, 
And this device would help you track things, you know, that you may lose often. That's all fine and good. But now criminals have started to use them to track people. And all they have to do is drop a tag in your bag, your jacket, your car, whatever. And then they can track you as long as you have that tag. And I'm like, why can't criminals just let us be great? But the reason I started thinking about these tags was I saw a story of a family out of Tennessee that had gone to Disney and somewhere along the way discovered that someone had put a tag on one of them and it had been tracking them for like hours. And I'm just curious if either of you have an Apple AirTag yet. I do not. Well, do you Um, plan on getting one? No. Okay. Because most of the devices that I am likely to lose, they usually manage to remain in my sight for most of most of the day. Now, I have heard of people using those Apple AirTags to track down, you know, unfaithful spouses or significant others. But that's a whole other story for another time. <laughs> oh, and, and now that you mentioned it, I guess it's not the fact of you owning the Apple Air tag and using it to find your stuff. It's people buying a tag and then using it for the purposes of tracking you like you are the lost belonging. Uh-huh. Okay. Right, because I saw some woman had put it on her husband's car and she found him because it said he was at Chick-fil-A parking lot on a Sunday. <laughs> he was. He was meeting you, somebody right now. You don't even have to finish the story. We're going to connect the dots for you, and we get it. So, uh, But how do you know if somebody has put one of these tags on you, if they dropped it in your purse or your coat jacket or put it under the seat of your car? Like, how do people know, end up finding out that someone has tagged them, so to speak? I think it's an alert, if I'm not mistaken. Jay, have you heard that? I think that may be the case, particularly if you, ha- if you too, have an Apple device. Mm-hmm. Um, it will probably register the fact that you that there is a tag nearby. Oh, okay. And it will tell you, you know, the proximity of said tag to, you know, the device that is picking it up. Oh, very interesting. Okay. Well, um, before we go, I just have one more story or actually a topic, and it appears that animals have just gone wild. Like, <laughs> okay, they didn't come out right. I guess animals are doing what animals do, but at the expense of humans. All this past week, I read where there were several stories involving animals and them harming humans. One was a pack of dogs attacked two people, and then the woman that they had called to investigate, the pack of dogs actually killed her. And I did see later as a follow-up to that story that they're actually charging the owner of these dogs with manslaughter. But those dogs were out really terrorizing that neighborhood. And then... Two coyotes, you may have seen this recently on the news, two coyotes attacked a toddler on Huntington Beach in California. And then finally in D.C., of course, like I said, this is all within this past week. In D.C., they had these wild turkeys, and they had this one in particular that they've yet to catch who's out here attacking folks, 
It lunges at them, takes at them. Um, this one man said the turkey knocked him off his bike. It's caught somebody in the face. And I didn't realize that turkeys were that aggressive, nor did I realize they were that fast. You know, uh, um, it's tragic that the, that the dog, the dog and the coyote story, but mm-hmm. the, when you said wild turkey, uh-huh. I got tickled first of all. <laughs> The turkey is out here terrorizing folks. You can't see it happening to you. Is that that why you tickled? Excuse me? Because you can't see it happening to you. Is that why you tickled? I cannot. And furthermore, a wild turkey out loose like that. Are you sure it wasn't somebody who drank some wild turkey? No, Jay, listen, because I've seen turkeys um, actually in my neighborhood here in East Knoxville, and I'm going to say this, too. I used to work somewhere, and it was near some geese, and they are mean. They have chased me to the car. They have pecked at my door. I don't know. I tend to believe the story. Well, that's right. Y'all, y'all did have a, a whole Jumanji episode of that. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's true. Them turkeys, they do be wild. I remember going to Mississippi when I was younger, and, you know, everything that you're supposed to have for dinner is in the backyard. And them turkeys would be chasing people around. I don't know who would chase them more, the, the turkeys or the chickens. <laughs> wow. So we've had, and I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it seems like more of these stories where, we don't have a clear line between our territory and their territory, or maybe they trying to reclaim it all. I'm not sure. But I will say this. I'm scared of packs of dogs. I'm scared of coyotes. I'm scared of wolves. I'm scared of hyenas. I'm scared of raccoons. Jay, want to talk about the raccoons again? Because they're back. And and I, I, these things strike a little fear in me, and I don't mean to be in their space. If I'm in their space, you know, I don't know if they have animal sign language or put an X or leave me a message. I'll go. I'll go. Oh, and don't leave out the the bats and them things that's been coming down, uh, picking up people. Oh, Lord. Uh, people's babies at the picnics. Oh, and Wait the fallen spiders. The fallen uh I cannot. Yeah, Jay, you're right. It is like Jumanji. And so now that y'all have wrecked my nerves, that's going to be it for this bit. But I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell y'all about the reptilians next week. I knew she was going to throw one of these conspiracy theories in there. So we're going to let her not tell it. But at any rate, whatever I got to say, you know I'm going to say it. All right. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com. Share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. 
Be sure to stay tuned to the D.L. Hughley Show right here on the historic WJBE. And when you turn down for the evening, check out the smooth grooves from the Sweat Motel. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Sometimes you have to give up on people, not because you don't care but because they don't. Remember where you heard the word, keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.